This episode is all about why you're not hearing from the Holy Spirit in your business and how to change that. And to be quite honest with you, this is a question I get quite frequently. And so I believe it needed its own episode because I think more people need to know and understand the answer to this question, right? So in today's show, I'm covering five different reasons why you may not be hearing from the Holy Spirit and the solutions to each of those. This is a juicy one. You know I don't hold back. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Okay, y'all. I have got to be honest with you. There have been so many moments in my life where I was like, okay, God, I know you're with me, but I don't know what to do. Please tell me what to do. And then it just feels like there are crickets. And I just wish that Jesus was just like right there in front of me where I can see him and he can just tell me what to do. (laughs) Now, I know I'm not the only one who has ever felt this way. And I want you to know there have been so many moments where I have been like, okay, God, I know you're trying to tell me something, but it doesn't feel really clear. So can you just come out and just tell me like, please. And I know I cannot be the only one who has experienced this. So if this is something that you have experienced, please DM me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley and just let me know that I'm not alone here. Okay. But all of that to say, if this is you, you are not alone. And the thing is, is that over the last year and a half at the point of recording this, the Lord has really been showing me why I may not be hearing from him and how to change that. So let's go ahead and dig into reason number one. Now, reason number one is that you may not be listening. Now, I know you probably didn't expect this one, but believe it or not, he has probably already been speaking to you, but you're staying too busy and not recognizing when he is speaking. Now, this was the case for me. I was staying so busy all of the time that I just didn't slow down. I wasn't making time with him a priority. I made everything else a priority over him, especially my business. And this ultimately led me down the path of feeling busy and exhausted and burnt out all the time and also feeling like I had no idea the direction the Lord wanted me to go in. (laughs) It's like I almost wanted him to give me this big, huge revelation without me even seeking him first. And something that I think is just really important to note is that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not going to bang down your door. James 4, 8 says, 
draw near to God and he shall draw near to you. He's not going to force himself on you. He's going to gently nudge you and convict you to spend time with him. And if you don't, that's on you. You know, and I say this with so much love because this was me. I wanted God to speak to me and bless me, but I wasn't drawing near to him. And I said I loved him and that I was a Christian and I believed in Jesus, but I wasn't drawing near to him. It's like I wanted him to give me things because I said I loved him. And while I'm on this topic, I also think it's important to note that there is absolutely nothing you can do to make God love you more. Just like there is nothing you can do to make God love you less. He loves with agape love. He already loves you no matter what. It's unconditional. It's supernatural love. There's nothing you can do to earn that love. It was already done on the cross. However, if you really want to feel his presence and really understand and experience the goodness, the healing, the joy, the partnership that God gifted you when Jesus died on that cross for you, you've got to draw near to him. You will not be able to fully experience that goodness if you don't draw near to him. So we're not talking about what you have to do in order to be loved or saved. That's already done. We are talking about how to fully experience heaven on earth. So what's the solution to this? What's the solution if you're not listening? Well, the solution would be to spend time in stillness. Spend time with Holy Spirit. Pray and ask him to speak to you. Be patient and determined. Show God and yourself that you really do want him because it's him and not just for selfish gain. You want him because he makes you whole. Not your business, not your husband, not your appearance, none of that. You want him no matter what the outcome is because you know that he's the only thing that will truly satisfy. Your intention to know him must be there, but I also believe that this is part of sanctification and part of growing. Your intention may not be fully pure in the beginning. I know it wasn't for me, but I know he will work on your heart. Just keep drawing near to him. Make him a priority in your day, before you start work, before you go to sleep, maybe even before you get out of bed. What can you do today to make him a priority? Now, this leads me to the next reason why you may not be hearing from him, and that reason is that you may not be in his word. Now, this one speaks for itself, and I'm not going to harp on and on about this one forever, but I have a question for you. How do you expect God to speak to you if you aren't even in his word? You know, God has revealed so much to me from just reading his word. I've learned so much about who he is and our purpose from his word. But not just that, I've learned so many incredible lessons. There was a time I tried reading the Bible straight through in 14 days. Okay, now spoiler alert, I did not finish, but the Lord revealed more to me in that time than any other time. And I know it was because 
I spent more time in scripture in these, you know, smaller periods of time than I ever had before. And even though there were many times I had no idea what I was reading and I'm just keeping it real with you, I still fully experienced like how his word really is alive and active. You know, I was going through an incredibly just heart-wrenching experience when I sought to read basically the words straight through and I have never felt so much peace and joy deep in my core than I did when I was doing this. It was truly like a night and day difference and I know that's not a coincidence. Like y'all, I was heartbroken. And then when I started reading the word, like I was in the word like five, six hours a day, (laughs) y'all. Five, six hours a day. And I kid you not, within like the first two days of doing this, I felt so much peace. It's like a huge burden was lifted. Like that is not a coincidence. That is proof and confirmation that the scripture is alive and active. So all of this to say, if you are not in his word, you are basically forfeiting opportunities for him to speak to you. And I know that there are some days when your scripture reading or your Bible studies just feel lackluster, but keep going anyway. You know, I was at a conference, I think, you know, about six months ago. And a speaker said that our Bible study time is like a baby in the womb. It takes time for what we are learning and reading to incubate so it can grow into something new and beautiful. It takes time to birth something. So if you're in the middle of a season when you're in the word, but for whatever reason feel like you're not hearing from God or it's just feeling really lackluster, please don't stop. Please keep going because the Lord is planting a seed in you. And in order for that seed to continue to grow, you must feed it with your daily bread, which is the word, and with the living water, which is Jesus. So what's the solution to this? You can set a daily date with Jesus in your calendar and get his word. Make it a whole experience. Go to a coffee shop or set the tone by lighting candles and playing worship music. That's totally up to you. Just find a way to get it on the calendar and make it something that you actually want to do and you look forward to doing it. You know, something else I also like to do is listen to the Bible app. Actually, I don't use the Bible app. I use an app called Dwell and I can actually just listen to someone like, you know, read the Bible to me. I love it. But what I like to do is a lot of the time, you know, I like to listen to the Bible on a low volume in the background. And no, I don't always catch the words, but remember that the word is alive and active. And I would bet that even just having it on in the background will get into your subconscious mind. Just like how we have all of these other things in mainstream media getting into our subconscious minds. So why not fill that space with scripture and let the Lord fill our subconscious minds instead? Now, the third reason you may not be hearing from Holy Spirit is that you might be focused on yourself. And I know this one seems a little harsh, but please know I'm coming from a place of love. And I share this because this is something I have personally experienced. So what do I actually mean by this? Well, are you wanting to hear from God because you just want to know the answer to something in your life? 
Are you wanting to hear from God because you're focusing on a particular outcome for your business or something else going on in your life? Do you want to hear from him simply to fulfill your mission? Or do you want to hear from him so you can fulfill his mission? You see, when you are so obsessed about seeking a specific answer or outcome, that actually looks like focusing more on ourselves and less on Jesus. It's like we are looking for him to bless us and again, give you this big revelation. But the truth is, he owes us nothing. And again, I'm just keeping it real with you. But how can we actually reframe this to focus on him and less on ourselves? You know, it's important to note that getting yourself in the right frame of mind is crucial. What is your intention? How can you shift from focusing on the outcome or the answer that you want to where you actually focus on hearing from God because you want to know him and you want to fulfill his mission for his kingdom? Because the truth is our purpose, our only purpose here on earth is to know God and to make him known. That is the purpose. So what is the solution? The solution is to check your intentions and surrender your life and business to him. Because y'all, it's not your business. It's his business. Do you care about your business growth or the kingdom's growth? It's really important to do a spirit check daily and make sure you're going to the Lord in the spirit and not in the flesh. There have been so many times when I feel like I'm good and I'm putting in first, but the truth is it's easy for me to get caught up with the outcome. It's almost like the world is like a vortex and it just sucks you back in. You know, this is just another reason why being still and getting in his word is so important. It helps you clear your mind and focus on serving him as opposed to serving yourself. So make sure you are always checking your intentions and pray that the Lord reveals your intentions to you and actually helps instill in you the desire to know him and to serve him above all else. Now let's move on to the fourth reason you may not be hearing from the Holy Spirit in your business. It is very possible you may not be hearing from him because you're not intercessory praying. Maybe your prayers have been all about you. There have been so many prayers that I have prayed and begged God to help me build a business. Okay, like again, keeping it real, I have been there. Now instead, I have found that it is so important to pray for, well, one, your spiritual growth and your desire to know him, love him, and serve him, but then also, two, the spiritual growth of others without any selfish motive. Praying for others without selfish motive is intercessory praying, and the Lord has truly been revealing to me just how important it is to intercessory pray. I grew up in church and I've always known that it was important to pray for others, but I never really understood the depth of that or really the importance of that until just the last few years. And God has also been revealing specific scriptures to me regarding intercessory prayer, and I want to share one of them with you today. 
Now, the scripture I want you to take note of is the story of Job. I'm not going to go into all the details, but it's a, it's a really great story. So please go read the book. But the gist of the story is that Job belonged to God. And God had blessed Job a lot, like health, family, money, all the things, okay? Well, basically, the heavenly council comes together and then Satan comes in. And God basically gave Satan permission to take all of these blessings away from Job and even cast just a bunch of excruciating circumstances on him. Now, the only thing Satan couldn't do was kill Job. And Satan's goal here was to try and get Job to curse God and to turn away from God because Satan told God that the only reason Job praised God was because God had blessed him. And Satan wanted to try to prove to God that he could actually separate Job from him. Now, spoiler alert, Job never cursed God and he never turned away from him. And God allowed this to happen to prove to Satan the integrity of Job, and also to prove to Satan who God was. God already knew Job would withstand it, and he also knew something that Job needed to learn too, okay? So after Satan did what he sought out to do, and Job had lost everything, and Job still had not turned away from God, okay? Job 42 verse 10 says, After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. You see, God knew that Job needed to learn to pray for others even when he was hurting. His bad circumstances did not change until he started praying for others and until he started doing it without selfish motive. He took his focus off of himself. And just as a reminder, I am not saying to pray for your friends so you can be blessed, okay? I'm saying it's important to want to pray for your friends without any ulterior motive. Your intention really does matter here. But as you can see, interceding and praying for others is crucial. And personally, I found that it's very likely God has placed specific people in your life solely so you can be praying for them. So don't miss out on this part of your mission because you're so focused on praying for instances and experiences in your own life. You can be taking powerful steps forward by intercessory praying for others without expecting anything in return. So what's the solution for this? Keep a prayer list and actually pray. Not just say you're going to, but actually do it. And when you do, make sure you pray for the Holy Spirit to continue to come upon them and for their sanctification. It's very easy to pray for specific situations, but it's also so important to be praying that the Holy Spirit come upon them and that they continue to grow spiritually. Now, if you don't have a prayer journal, start one or get a bulletin board and have a prayer wall or maybe create a note on your phone. Do what you need to do to make it happen. And another little tip I have for you is to set reminders on your phone to go off throughout the day just to remind you to pray. It is truly so helpful. Now, the last reason I have for you is that you may be ignoring him. Now, again, I know this seems a little harsh, but I say this in love, so please hear me out. 
It is very possible he has already told you what you're searching for, but you're ignoring it. Now, I have an example for you I hear so often in my community. Like, I literally hear this all the time that women are constantly praying for God to reveal their callings to them or what they're meant to do in this season in their lives, but they feel really stuck and feel like God isn't giving them a clear answer. Now, if this sounds like you or you feel as if you're asking him for clarity on your calling, it's very likely he has probably already revealed to you the very first step but you're waiting to see all of the steps laid out in front of you before you actually take action or you actually commit to it. Now, you may be thinking, no, Hannah, I really just don't know the next step. If this is you, I want to invite you to take I don't know out of your vocabulary. Please just go ahead and take it out. When I was really struggling with a lack of direction, I learned this little hack and it changed my life for the better. So anytime someone asks me a question that I feel like I don't know the answer to, I pause. I actually truly give it thought. I don't just shut down and I don't let myself stay stuck. I process through what a potential answer could be without actually committing to it. Because a lot of the time, deep down, We know the answer to the question. And I have learned over the years that it's very likely he isn't going to give you the whole plan all at once. He's going to give you the next step, that first step. But you have to be the one to walk out in faith and obey him. And only then will he reveal the next step. And so I would bet that deep down, you already know the next step, but you're too afraid for one reason or another, so you've buried it. And you're convincing yourself that you don't know the next step and using it as an excuse to keep yourself stuck. Now, you could be doing this knowingly or unknowingly. I, for one, was doing this unknowingly, okay? But you may be asking yourself, why do we do this? Well, we do it because... Being stuck is familiar. Being stuck is comfortable. Because not being stuck and having clarity means it's time for you to actually take action and that can be really scary. And this right here is literally a form of self-sabotage. Now, if you have not listened to episode two of the show, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. It's called Five Reasons You Might Be Self-Sabotaging and How to Biblically Stop It. It goes very much in depth on the topic of self-sabotage, and I've actually had a handful of people reach out and tell me that they've listened to this episode multiple times and taken notes because it's that good. Honestly, it's one of my personal favorite episodes I've recorded to date. So please go listen to that episode after this one if you haven't yet. Now, as for the solution to if you are ignoring him, it's time to have faith and take action before everything is laid out for you. If everything was laid out perfectly before you, what's the point of having faith in the first place? Now, in addition to this, take I don't know out of your vocabulary. What if you did know? Just pretend for a minute. What if you did know? Go journal that right now. What if you did know what would happen next? What would you do? 
And that is it, my friends. Those are the five reasons you may not be hearing from the Holy Spirit and how to change that. And so now that you know why you may not be hearing from the Holy Spirit in your business, it's time to change that. Keep your eyes on Jesus, break through self-sabotage and spiritual warfare, and find a community of like-minded Christian women who just get it. And this is exactly why I felt led to create the Call of the CEO Collective. The Collective is a community-driven membership for Christian entrepreneurs who believe in the power of claiming their authority in the secret place and in the marketplace and are ready to finally stand out and sell out online. You and your business, brand, or ministry will be so supported when you immerse yourself in the live coaching, curriculum, and community. And yes, I said live coaching, and yes, this is all at a low ticket price point. If you want to learn more about it or read testimonials or even join us, go ahead and head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. I seriously cannot wait to see you inside. Bye, friend. Hey, CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.